At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. Happy Wild Wednesday here on the Detroit City Cast. Oh boy. You know, of course. With the Lions on it, we were going to love it as Lions fans anyway. But that was just a great episode of Hard Knocks. I've watching the show since it came out. And, you know, not only was it awesome to see the Lions on there and Lee Schreiber's voice describing the Lions, maybe Melt, and all the different things that were just great about being a Lions fan. But that was just a great episode of Hard Knocks. And, and how can you not be fired up about Dan Campbell? Now, this is the thing about Campbell. We've discussed this on the show, and I can't stress this enough. And, and, and listen, it, it almost, you know, to be fair as well, we don't know for sure about Brad Holmes. I think Brad Sherlock Holmes is the real deal. He showed that in his first year with the ballsy move of training the franchise quarterback in Stafford, knowing it was time to move on. It wasn't Stafford's fault. Obviously, he got a Super Bowl. Great for Stafford. Loved covering him. It, he, did, he, he killed it here. It was not like Matt Stafford was the, the reason the Lions could be a good enough team. Yes, there were times where Stafford had his issues, but it was very, very rarely in the overall grand scheme of things. But Holmes, no one thought Holmes was going to make that move. Makes that move. Drafts incredible the last couple of years. Gets Hutchinson to fall on his lap. Gets DJ Shark. Takes the, the flyer on uh, Jameson Williams, which I believe is going to pay off in a big way. Holmes seems like the real deal. The question is, is Brad, is Dan Campbell the real deal? Now, motivating and and one you know one liners and all the different you know great stuff that we see on Hard Knocks. We've heard from Dan Campbell that you know we're going to tread water until we fucking bury you. And and probably one of the great lines maybe in the history 
of hard knocks or, I don't know, maybe just football in general. It doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. That was Dan Campbell talking about he wants the Lions to be the whole grit philosophy. Being a motivator is one thing, and it's awesome. But being a guy that actually can improve his players and, and is the great manager of, the you know, the, the delegator of talent and the delegator of responsibilities that can lead a team from being in the basement to being a contender. He talked about those teams that were treading water like Sharks. There's only four or five of them. Obviously, the Chiefs are one of them. Uh, you know, a, a team like... Uh, you know, Baltimore for years was one of them. The Steelers for years was one of them. Uh, you know, obviously the Patriots for, for such a long time. There's not many of those teams. And to get from, the, the you know, the, the teams that are just sticking their toe in the water from, you know, just being on the beach, it's it's a big process. The Lions, you know, are on the beach right now. They've got to move into the shallow water and then move into the shallow and be those sharks like, you know, Dan Campbell talked about. But this is the thing that I'm starting to see about Dan Campbell. And, and think about this. And I, as I, I know the Lions, you know, uh, coaching staff, I mean, we've known them for the last couple of years, but I've been thinking about this even before the show tonight, you know, Deuce Staley and Antoine Randall-Allen, and, uh, you know, Aaron Glenn and all these former players. Think about the Patriot way, the way they do things and how that didn't work out in Detroit. But then how about the Dan Campbell way? I'm not saying other teams don't have those kind of, you know, players, you know, former players on coaching staffs. 80 years of prior experience, 80 years of playing in the league, not coaching, Playing in the league on Dan Campbell's staff, if he can be the right kind of coach and the motivation leads to improvement, leads to treading the water and burying people and biting the kneecaps and all the things that Dan Campbell on this trajectory, which they showed on the first episode of Hard Knocks, you know, if they can get to that crescendo and this team, you saw the Jamal Williams fiery speech and the emotional speech, started crying. I love that. You, it, these these players seem to love Dan Campbell, and you know there's new players this year, but the ones that have been there seem to love each other. And even the Aaron Glenn do Staley stuff, you know they're getting into it when they're you know defense and offense are going against each other. They keep could say how much they loved each other enough. If this team can improve and believe in themselves on the heels of what Dan Campbell does as a motivator, they are going to be hell to play. They are going to be really tough to beat. They are going to be the kind of team you don't want to see. And the Lions have very rarely, in the history of the franchise, yet alone the last 30, 40 years, aside from some years here with Barry, some years here with Calvin, they haven't been that team at all. They've been a laughingstock. They've been the team that takes the lead against the big favorite and always finds a way to blow it. They've been the team that had all this talent in the Barry Sanders era at times and Glover and Brown, these great offensive linemen, and then at times during the Stafford era, at times, you know, with obviously Calvin Johnson, and just completely fumbled it away and lost both those guys, Johnson and Sanders, early because the franchise was so backwards. This really could be that time that things are different. And I know we've said this with Patricia, with Schwartz, not as much with Caldwell, but he had some of the most success. Uh, you know, go back to Wade Fonts. During the Wade Fonts here, we said this Mariucci over and over and over and over and over and over again. By the way, shout out to my man Matt Derry, who made it uh, with his Locked On Lines podcast on to Hard Knocks. Sent him a nice little text as well. But we've said it a million times. The question is, what, what can make this different? And I think what can make this different is, first off, Brad Holmes. A guy that the Lions finally went outside the organization, did have a Matt Millen, you know, wacky job or some kind of crony 
or trying to do the Patriot way. It starts with him building the team. And already in the couple years, it seems like he definitely knows what the hell he's doing. And you see what he did with Les Snead in Los Angeles with the Rams. They're a Super Bowl champion, and Brad Holmes was a big part of that. You know, getting Van Jefferson and, and getting Aaron Donald, being a part. He was the college scout. He was the guy that knew what college players he felt would be best to translate to the NFL. So that part seems to be there and getting better. If the Dan Campbell part can continue to improve, this franchise will be, dare I say, lethal. And they will not be the laughing stock. They can become the next Packers as far as, not with, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, but running the NFC North for the most part for five or six, seven years. Being the team to beat. Being the favorite. Being the hunted instead of the hunter. And we're, we have a long way to go for that, but just watching that hard knocks, if it doesn't fire you up, I don't know what to tell you. And I know it's just practice and training camp, but when you look at what today's NFL is, there's like five, six, or seven, maybe a, a few more based on the year, teams that are true contenders. The rest are also rands. The rest are, I don't want to say they're all jokes, but for the most part, they're not going to be playoff teams. They're not going to be playoff teams that can do anything. If the Lions can move into that elite group of like the top six or eight in the NFL and basically stay there for several years, not like be good one year and bad three, good two and bad six, like the way we've seen, you know, the Lions franchises, you know, the Lions franchise be in the past. If they could be that long-term viable contender that we've talked about for so many years that we thought would happen with Patricia and his concepts of how he wanted to build things. He had good ideas. He was a terrible coach. Players hated him. He couldn't make the team better. Caldwell seemed to have some late-game you know, kerfuffles and issues, but the players loved him, and he couldn't get it done. Jim Schwartz took an 0-16 team, improved him in each of his first three years, went to the playoffs, had a good enough team to beat the Saints, but their defense sucked. This might be the time where we finally look back and say, wow, Sheila Fordham takes over. They bring in Brad Holmes. You know, Campbell was hired without Brad Holmes hiring him. And that's a rare thing in the NFL, but it worked out. And this franchise is booming and on the ascent and building into a crescendo. That's, that's what we're all hoping for here. That's the dream. That the Lions can actually be a team that is looked at by the national NFL audience, whether it's the media members or the fans or the players, and say, listen, I want to be in Detroit with Dan Campbell. The Lions are a legit team to run through the playoffs and, dare I say, get to a Super Bowl. That's, I think, a couple years away from hopefully that's like the best-case scenario, but it could happen. And watching Hard Knocks and watching the way Dan Campbell's trying to build this franchise, and they didn't really show a lot of Brad Holmes in Episode 1. They will throughout this, this series. Their philosophies are intertwined now, and it really it seems like this could be really special times in Detroit for Lions fans that have been starved for it for decades. Hell, I'm 45. I went to the only Lions playoff win since 57 when I was 14 years old. I have 45. They have one playoff win since then. That's freaking crazy. And yeah, there's been a lot of other franchises that have sucked. And, you know, it's going to happen in all sports. The Cubs didn't win a World Series for 108 years. But it doesn't mean you have to stay that way. And to get out of that doldrums and the, you know, the just the, the swamp and the nastiness, 
You've got to make bold moves. And maybe Dan Campbell was that bold move. Let's damn well hope it was. But that was a great uh, premiere episode of Hard Knocks. I'm fired up. I got some new line numbers for you, which we'll get into in a second in the betting window. But just so many different things to, to feast on. No, I guess pun intended. And I, I mean, Hutchinson doing Billy Jean. It was just awesome. Check out my Twitter, by the way. I put some videos up there from the show with Dan Leach. 97-1. All right, let's take a trip straight to the Motown betting window brought to you by Bet Rivers. And call it all baseball fans. This week, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for same-game parlay bets and bets on all professional baseball games. Create your ideal same-game parlay of over three legs and receive up to, uh, up to three 50% profit boosts. That's right, get a 50% profit boost when you place qualifying same-game parlay wagers. This week only, it's pretty solid. Head over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers Sportsbook app for more details. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem. 800-270-7117. And when it comes to the Detroit Tigers, uh, they stink. We know that. And I didn't make it an official play, but I ended up betting the Guardians myself. I, I, I wish I did give it out, but I didn't like laying the money on it. It was minus 185. The Guardians went easy, even though there was a tricky night inning for the Tigers. Uh, for the Guardians pitching staff, uh, but they do take down Cleveland five to two, and the series will continue later tonight. Game two of the three-game set will be Savale for the Guardians two and five with a six one seven ERA, and Hutchinson for the Tigers one and five with a four three seven ERA. And you take a look at the line right now at Bat Rivers. You got the Guardians minus one sixty five. The total eight, as you know. I'm staying away from betting on the Tigers or against them for the most part right now. Uh, I mean, the value, again, seems to be with, with the Guardians. I don't want to lay that kind of price and give that as an official pick. But, you know, maybe you look at the Guardians on the run line. I, there's just no trust for the Tigers right now. So I'm not just going to give you a play to give you a play. Uh, but I think the, the, the Guardians will continue, uh, you know, the good times in this series and take a 2 to nothing lead heading into the Thursday getaway day closer of the three-game set. But uh, that's where we're at with this game right now. Now, I wanted to update some stuff for you before we get into the golf odds, and we're going to have my golf picks coming up later in the show. By the way, programming note, my man Terry Foster uh, will be on Friday on the Fantastic Friday Show. Very excited about that. But I want to give you the updated lines numbers in honor of what happened with that, uh, with uh, Hard Knocks uh, you know, premiering last night on HBO. Uh, so here is where we're at with the Detroit Lions. The win total, six and a half. We mentioned months ago, I took it at six. I still like it at six and a half. You got to lay some juice, minus 134 or so right now. But I, I still like it as long as it's not seven. Uh, right now, you've got the over six and a half taking 82% of the money and 96% of the bets. Right now at Bet Rivers. And then as far as the other alternate, you know, win totals go, the under seven and a half as opposed to the over, taking 82% of the money, 35% of the bets. The over six, where you have to lay more juice. Uh, or what we had earlier before, uh, you know, before the line went to six and a half. 98% of the money on the over six, which I got months ago and told you to take. And 92% of the bets on the over five and a half, 99% of the money, and 88% of the bets. No surprise there on the over uh, five and a half. And just to give you a, an idea of where the lines are at right now as far as the, the win total 
juice and everything that goes along with that. Uh, you know, when you look at six and a half, when you want to go over six and a half right now, you have to lay, actually, I'm sorry, it's down to 125. You see that as high as in the 130s. See it as low as minus 110, minus 115. But the over six and a half right now, Ben Rivers is minus 125. So you see a little movement on that. The under six and a half is plus 103. Over five and a half, minus 240. Under five and a half wins, Ben Rivers plus 190. And then the over seven and a half wins is plus 160. The unders, I mentioned all the money, the high majority of the money on the under. That's why you got to lay $200. Uh, and as we discussed, a lot of new things up there market-wise for the lines of Bet Rivers. To make the playoffs, the yes is plus 340. The no is minus 455. Division finish position. Lions finish at first, 9 to 1. Second, 4 to 1. Third, plus 165. Fourth, plus 145. I like the value of 4 to 1 for the Lions to finish second in the division. I'm not really sold on the Vikes being that much different of a team than last year. I think the Lions can win a game or two more than them, uh, especially if the Lions get to eight wins. And I think that the Bears are going to be bad. Bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. So I think the Lions at worst will finish in third. But I like the value of four to one uh, with the Lions finishing in second. I mentioned on the show on Monday the exact number of games won, excluding playoffs, can be bet on. Zero games. Let's not be stupid. Uh, 66 to one, one win for the Lions. 33 to one, two wins, 20 to one, three wins, 12 to one, four wins, seven to one, five wins, five and a half to one. Six wins, four to one, which is kind of the area where we're going to start, you know, where the sweet spot is to me. Seven wins, four to one is some possible value. Eight wins is plus 425. Nine wins is where we're starting to get a little crazy. I the lines are going nine and eight. Uh, that's seven to one. Ten wins, really crazy. That's uh, plus 900. Eleven wins, super crazy, 15 to one. Twelve wins, I'm going to mention and tell you what my thoughts are on that. Lines are going 12 and five this year. Uh, it's 22 to one. 13 wins, 40 to one. 14 wins, 70 to one. If you're going to, I'll give the odds out for you. But if you bet 15, 16, or 17 wins, you're being stupid. And I want you to listen to the show over and over again so you learn how to not be stupid. You know, I love all you out there. 15 wins, 100 to one. 16 wins, 200 to one. And if the lines went 17 to zero, everyone knows they're going to do that. 300 to 1. You also have bands of games you can bet on when it comes to how many the Lions win. 0 to 2 games is 12 to 1. 3 to 5 wins is plus 225. 6 to 8 wins is plus 105. That's the sweet spot. Basically getting even money on that. And you got three games that you can you know have in that band. 9 to 11 wins plus 325. 12 to 14 wins. 15 to 1 and 15 to 7 wins. Don't even think about it. That is 60 to 1. And also being able to bet on the Lions' first team loss will be the Eagles. That's minus 195. Will it be the Commanders. Give the Lions their first loss, plus 333. Will it be the Vikings? That's plus 550. Seahawks, 33 to 1. Patriots, 35 to 1. Cowboys, 66 to 1. Will it be the Dolphins? They give the Lions their first loss, 150 to 1, along with the Packers. Bears, 200 to 1 to be the team that gives the Lions their first loss. Giants, 250 to 1, along with the Bills. Jaguars, 501. It's never getting crazy. The Lions will be 0 13, 14, or 15. Jets and Panthers both 100 to 1. Or sorry, I'm sorry, 1,000 to 1 uh, to give the Lions their first loss. That means if you bet $1, you would win $1,000 if the Jets or the Panthers give the Lions their first loss. And you also talk uh, bet on the opponent for the team's first win. And that would be the Eagles plus 155, Commanders plus 190, Vikings plus 750. 
Seahawks plus 500. Patriots, that's, uh, you know, lower than the Vikings, which are before the, the Seahawks, obviously. Patriots beating the Lions, first win, 25-1. to 1. Cowboys, 40-1. to 1. Dolphins, 35-1. to 1. Packers and Bears, 50-1. to 1. Giants beating the Lions, first win, 66-1. to 1. Bills, 150-1. to 1. Jags, 80-1. to 1. Jets, 150-1. to 1. And the Panthers, 250-1. to 1. So lots of options there when it comes to the Lions markets. We're going to keep getting things added to that as we go further. And will we see a hard knocks bump on some of the markets for the Lions that I just went over or player props and the win totals and the division odds? We will keep track of that. I don't think so. A lot of American uh, you know, bettors are going to fall in love with the Lions watching hard knocks. But to me, it won't be precipitous enough to move the lines like the Hutchinson defensive rookie of the year line at plus 550, those kind of things. Uh, Jameson Williams offensive rookie of the year, 13 or so to one, those kind of things. We'll keep an eye on those. Um, you might see the to make the playoffs line jump because that could be an easy thing that people will bet on. You know, not have to worry about you know trying to finish, figure out what position the Lions finish in the division, or going you know as far as you know total number of wins, or betting on the exact number of wins, etc. Uh, so we'll monitor all that stuff and let you know what happens over the next couple of weeks. All right, here's your golf odds. The start of the FedEx Cup playoffs. My picks will be coming up in just a little bit. The favorite is Rory McIlroy. Hasn't played in a few weeks. He's 9-1. Patrick Cantlay, your second favorite, at 12-1. Scotty Scheffler hasn't played in a while as well. He is 14-1. Xander Shoffley and Cam Smith, who allegedly is going to live, 16-1. We'll see how that all plays itself out, because if he does, he won't be able to play in the playoffs, but we'll see if there's an exemption. And uh, It's just all, it's all a mess. You know, if you've heard this show, you know that I'm not a fan of Liv. I think it's, I don't want to say it's stupid because these players are making a ton of money. I can't fault them on that. It's almost like how I've said that I wish that you, you know, had to stay in college for a certain amount of time, but I can't fault these players that a lot of them coming from poverty, you know, want to take care of themselves and their family for the rest of their life, uh, you know, going right to the NBA. So I get it. But Liv to me, it's a glorified exhibition. What are these guys playing for? There's this, you know, the fight that's going on between them and the PGA Tour. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's it's just stupid. So it looks like he's going to leave at the end of the FedEx Cup playoffs, but he's got no comments. So the, the PG can't do anything. But as far as we know, he should be playing in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Then he's going to allegedly get $100 million to go to live. <laughs> stupid. He's 16-1, by the way. Fitzpatrick, the U.S. Open champion, which we gave to you. 18-1, along with Justin Thomas. John Rahm, Tony Finau, who went back-to-back a couple weeks ago. First time that happened on the PGA Tour since Brendan Todd in 2019. He uh, and Rahm are 20-1. to Jordan Spieth, who hasn't played in a while, along with Will Zalatoris, both 25-1 to at Bet Rivers. Cam Young, 28-1. to Sam Burns, 30-1. to He hasn't played in a while uh, and has had a great year. And then Victor Hovland and Sanjay M. Colin Morikawa are 33-1. to Billy Horschel, uh, Tom Kim, who obviously was great last week. Shane Lowry are 40 to 1, and here are your 50 to 1s. Russell Henley, Tyrell Hatton, Hideki Matsuyama, who's obviously had injury issues and got disqualified for a tournament. Uh, Corey Connors, those are your 50 to 1s. Uh, and well, as I mentioned, I have my picks coming up very shortly for you. Uh, NFL preseason update for you. We got games coming up tomorrow Giants and Patriots. Giants minus 1.5 on the road in New England. Titans and Ravens. Uh, the Ravens minus 3.5 right now uh, against the Titans. And the Falcons and Lions, the Lions open up the uh, preseason at Ford Field on Friday night. This line actually has gone up and down. It was Falcons minus one and a half for the majority of the lead up when the line came out a couple weeks ago. Now 
We saw some two and a halves. It's back down to one and a half at Bet Rivers. Lions plus one and a half minus one twenty-five. I mentioned the Falcons minus one and a half plus one hundred four. Money line for both sides minus one ten. Total thirty-five and a half. The over minus one hundred eight. The under minus one thirteen. If I have a pick on that, of course I will give it to you on the Fantastic Friday edition of the Detroit CityCast. It might just be a pass. That is going to do it for the Motown betting window. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. Coming up next. My sizzling golf picks as we start the three-week jaunt of the FedEx Cup playoffs. That is ahead right here on the Wild Wednesday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. And let the FedEx Cup playoffs begin. The FedEx St. Jude Championship gets going uh, tomorrow on Thursday. And I've got four sizzling picks for you. Let's first start with the course, TPC Southwind. This is designed by Ron Pritchard, plays a par 70, uh, and roughly about 7,250 yards. Just like last week at Sedgefield Country Club, there's only a pair of par 5s. So, of course, players are going to have to do their damage on those par 4s. And, you know, holding on for their hat in the hand on the par 3s. So, they're going to have to hit fairways with some regularity. This is definitely a course where you want to target ball strikers with, of course, a solid approach play game. And I'm going to start with Sun J.M. Sun J.M., of course, has been incredible in the last couple of weeks. You know, he had the runner-up finish in his last two outings, did it at the 3M and did it at the Wyndham. He really is just a solid player everywhere, and he's great at courses where you have to have the uh, difficult approach game, you know, at certain times and be a master of that, and he absolutely is. And, you know, I got him at 35-1. to 1. I'm looking at Bet Rivers right now as we get ready for the tournament to start tomorrow. And I'm seeing his numbers slightly down to 33 to 1. I would take him anywhere between, that, you know, 30 and 35 to 1. I think you go, going down to 30 to 1 would be solid. Because I really, I, I just think that Sunjay M, sometimes you want to stay away from guys that have been so hot but haven't won. Because you know that obviously they're going to come back down and water's going to find its level. But in this scenario, he has yet to win. And I think Sunjay M has got a great chance of opening up the FedEx Cup playoffs with the win because this course fits him so well. Now, before I get into my other three picks, I do want to talk to you about some strategy when it comes to the beginning of these playoffs. Now, we haven't seen Rory McIlroy in a little while. We haven't seen Scotty Scheffler in a little while. Same with Xander Shoffley, Cam Smith. I don't think we've seen him basically in America since the, or we haven't seen him in America since before the Open Championship. But it's been a while for him. Matthew Fitzpatrick, Justin Thomas. These are the top players in the world. And it's not to say because they've been off for two, three, four, five weeks, they can't come out and, and rip it up. But I think in this first event, you got the BMW next week of the Tour Championship, and we know it's very unlikely that the top 10 players will not at least advance ne to next week and, and very likely will advance uh, unless something crazy happens to the Tour Championship. And some of them have enough points no matter what they're going to get, they're going to be in there the next two weeks regardless after the, the FedEx St. Jude. So I'm not, I'm staying away from Rory at 9-1 to one, the favorite. I'm staying away from Cantley. At 12 to 1, he's the second favorite. Uh, I, I'm considering 
a Scheffler bet after the start of the tournament, not pre-tournament. I love Xander Shoffley, but he just continues to let us down. Staying away from him. Cam Smith decided with Liv. It's going to be a weird scenario for him uh, if he's even able to play in this. Uh, so I'm, gu- I'm guessing we'll, we'll see how that all plays off. But I'm, I'm staying away from Cam Smith regardless. Fitzy, I, I love Fitzy. You know we had him for the U.S. Open. But I, he hasn't played in a while. Same with Justin Thomas. John Rahm, he wasn't even in good form. So I'm staying away from a bunch of the top-level favorites when it comes to this first leg of the three legs of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Now, a couple guys that I consider. Tony Finau, 20-1. to Of course, we know this guy, you know, won two tournaments back-to-back. Hadn't happened since 2019, Brennan Todd on the PGA Tour. But I'm staying away from Finau this week. Maybe we'll see how he plays this week, and it could be a play for us next week. And I'm not loving the value at 20-1 to in this field. This isn't a rocket mortgage or a 3M field. I looked at Zalatoris. You know we love Zalatoris on this show. He is going to win multiple majors. We had him for the PGA. We had him for the U.S. Open. He probably should have won at least one of those. That being said, I'm not liking the form of Zalatoris overall. He's obviously had great weekends, but not great first two rounds. You can't get too far behind in this tournament. He's 25-1, to 1, so I'm staying away from that. Sam Burns, another fade for me. Hasn't played in a while. I don't think this course suits his ilk, so I'm staying away from Sam Burns. I wanted to tell you that there's a guy off the radar. That has not played in a little while, that I think definitely does have value. And it's Colin Morikawa. He's not going to be a pre-tournament bet for me, but I'm going to see what happens in day number one. We've talked about this on the show many times. Think about this. If Morikawa is four or five off the lead, you know, his odds go to 40 to one or go to 29 to one, but he's within striking distance and you get a better price on him, that is when I'd probably ban Colin Morikawa. If he goes down, I'm going to stay away. But if he's like three, four, or five off the lead, and you can see a little more than 33 to 1, and he has a good opening round, because it's obviously going to be key in this tournament with this great field, one of the better fields of the year. You have the top 125, aside from the guys that got booted out because of Liv. Kyle Morikow could be an in tournament play. But I've got two more for you that I think are, I really I feel strongly about this week. I know we have had nine outright winners this year, but it's been about seven weeks since we've had one. We've come really close in the last couple of weeks. And obviously had Russell Henley last week. Russell Henley is one of my plays. I think this course definitely fits Russell Henley. I think he's on the precipice. You can get him at 50-1 to 1 at Bet River, so he's a full unit play. By the way, it's a, a full unit play as well on, on Sun Jam. And then Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry has had you know, quietly an incredible year. Uh, the putter obviously killed him at the window. But he has been so good T to Green, there's really not that many better in the in the country, in the world, than Shea Lowry from T to Green. So if he can putt well, he might win this damn thing. So I got a full unit play on Shea Lowry at 40 to 1. And then this is a guy who hasn't played much yet either, but it's the value. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm trying to stay away from guys like Rory and Scheffler and, and Xander Shoffley and Fitzy that haven't played in a while. You know, these guys have, it's the value's not there. Joaquin Neiman, he is 60 to 1. And this is a guy that has had success at courses like this. Riviera, Muirfield, he finished tied for 17th last year in this turn in this, in this course. And he ranked uh, top 10 in both strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained putting. Neiman, we had him earlier this year for an outright. I like him again at 60 to 1. And then this is a bonus play. It's a half unit play for me. I think this course fits Harold Varner the third very uh, great as well. He's 80 to 1 at Bet Rivers, so I have a half unit play on Harold Varner. It should be a ton of fun checking out 
some of the best golfers in the world all back together, all the live stuff hanging over them. Uh, but I do love the ability to get some value here. Stay away from the top level favorites. You know, starting with Sun JM, and I got him at 35 to 1, but he's 33 to 1 right now. Take him as low as 30 to 1. Uh, I love Shane Lowry, 40 to 1 right now at Bet Rivers. Uh, Russell Henry, uh, Henley, Don Henley, that is 50 to 1. Uh, and then my man Joaquin Neiman, 60 to 1, and Harold Varner the third. All those first four plays are a full unit, a half unit on Harold Varner the third. And as always, and we'll discuss some of this in the Fantastic Friday show. Uh, and, and of course, leading into the weekend, you'll see my Twitter if I, I added on two last week. Sebastian Munoz did not work out so well. Brandon Wu was, you know, in the lead for a little while. Uh, if I add on any plays, I will let you know and throw them on my Twitter at DanLeach971, which should be a lot of fun out there at the FedEx St. Jude Classic. Uh, and it gets going on Thursday morning. All right, that's going to do it for us here today on the Wild Wednesday edition of the Detroit CityCast. See you tomorrow for Throwdown Thursday. Then it's off to Vegas for me on Friday. I'll do the show and then peace out to Vegas and have a full report for you on Manic Money Show as we get closer and closer uh, to the start of the NFL and college football seasons. Lions will have played by the Manic Monday Show. We'll get closer to Michigan and Michigan State opening as well. So look forward to that. Until next time, though, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch. Out.